0: You are now listening to Halos in the Infield, an Angels baseball exclusive podcast. Hey, 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 it's Todd Fox for Halos in the Infield podcast. And I'm your host along with the other two co hosts here.
1: Oh, hi guys, it's Courtney. Nice to be back.
0: Hi, Fudge Sticks, it's Fernando. Nice ah, to be back. Sticks. <laughs> there you <laughs> go. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the show, by the way, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening. You can check us out on all your podcast platforms and watch this video over at YouTube, where we will have more uh, in-depth, you know, at-better-times interviews. So, uh, but for this show, we're going to get into some of the -the off-the-field stuff, and then we're also going to get into uh, some on-the-field stuff, unfortunately. It seems like we we have more to talk about on the -the off-the-field situation. So with that being said, who wants to start off the show?
2: Trash.
1: Um <laughs> trash. okay. practicing
2: trash. my pitching because we need all the help
0: we can get. There you go. Yeah, That's-
1: I was like, if anybody <laughs> wants to try out for our Angels bullpen, I think we'll probably have open tryouts on Saturday after the Padres game. Mm-hmm. Uh, So go ahead and just line Will up. Will there be
0: orange slices and caprices? <laughs> only, if, only if we lose. Only if we lose. <laughs> only if we you lose. You mean when? You mean when? Yeah, yeah, there you go. There you go. So, yes. <laughs> I, don't,
2: I don't know, guys. We're playing the Padres. We're doing just as bad out of nowhere. You know – RT is garbage right now, but it could be worse. The angel, the Padres had, like, World Series
1: aspirations and trash. Yeah, it just went out the window. They are a flaming dumpster right now, um, yeah. just out of nowhere. Like, I don't know what happened. Tatis is playing right field, and everybody's like, this is fine. I'm like, huh? Like, I like, think it was
2: in center, like, uh, yesterday, today.
1: Yeah. I thought I, I know, saw something I in center. Right I was like, what? today so this is so this is Thursday so he was in right field today I don't know about the other days but I seen it today and I was just like and Padres fans are still like this is fine as everything's burning and I'm just like no that's not fine like what the heck you know
2: uh James go go ahead go ahead go ahead no no I always take you go ahead
0: (laughs) <laughs> well, oh thank you um because <laughs> they're so considerate no I was just gonna say the Padre game went 16 innings the other day they couldn't win that one I mean, how do you go 16 in the new rules with the runner at second first of all and they're, they're just dropping all these games left and right um yeah we were calling this team you know like when we were doing this earlier in the season we were like oh yeah the Padres are gonna be rivaling the Dodgers and we we're wrong with that because right now it's the giants that are running not running away but they've got a nice lead on the dodgers and uh the padres might miss the playoffs because i think the reds jumped them right
2: yeah yeah the padres are not a good man
0: but with the padres coming to town you know what's going to happen win streak they're going to be (laughs) yeah (laughs)
2: <laughs> i don't know the angels have played the padres very well the last couple of years you know we talked about this off air with randy and our group chat randy's like yeah well they've never played the 2021 angels and i'm like yeah but you know the 2021 padres aren't exactly killing it right now either so
1: yeah neither was the 2021 orioles and now look away what <laughs> happened you know what yeah anything is possible at this point in the season. So I say we are going to drop these two games and we're just going to keep it pushing as if nothing happened.
0: (laughs) Like, it's so difficult because I looked this up and I was telling uh, Fernando about this off air is the team is now up to 16 injuries on the major league roster, which is you can count COVID in that too. And that is to me a a part of the training staff as well too because you're not either watching how they take their hygiene because their lives basically the players lives are to be dictated by the training staff, either with workout regiments, food prep, all that stuff. So you should be on these guys and they should have some guys watching them for curfews times like that. So if Detmers and along with Warren went out uh, at, you know, someone should have been watching them. Someone dropped the ball. That is part of the training staff problem as well. They have like 50 guys and here we go again, more injuries like right when this pitching staff was starting to turn the corner You know, how many of these guys are now out with injuries, freak accidents, you know, and there's still, we're talking about this weeks later.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, at the end of the day, it just comes from accountability on all aspects, players, training staff, coaches, just everybody alike. Um, I mean, especially when it comes to something like COVID. Um, I mean, at this point, there should be no reason why anybody is on COVID, you know, the I for COVID. Um, it's not like it's like a brand new thing. Now this is, you know, another year that we've been playing with it, another season. Um, everybody knows to wear their mask, wash their hands for 20 seconds. I mean, just kind of the basics, um, you know, and it just seems like now at this point, people don't care. Um, I think this is the first time I think COVID has kind of hit us as an organization. I, at least that, to my knowledge. Um, I I think think we've got it a couple of times, like last, before last year, Julio Tejeron, um, yeah, that's for training. Last like year, had got large, it. But. Yeah, like, but like, not like in large numbers to where yeah. like we had to like, like cancel games or something. Like a few other yeah. organizations, like not I like just, some like football teams. we like football teams, yeah. like It's like taking out training camps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Or like I think the Marlins almost died last year. Like you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, like that. Um, but or like I guess, half their team had get COVID. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, other than that, I mean the injuries. Um, you know, I mean, just me being an athlete myself, I, def- I I know I used to try to take care of myself as much as I could, um, you know, but then granted in college, we also we do have a training staff as well, junior college and division one, um, you know, and they did they did what they could for us. So I mean, at this point, when it comes to small injuries, um, kind of like strains, you know, I mean, icing, heating yourself, um, stretching properly those things, it's accountability from all angles, the players and that are lovely training staff that just can't seem to get with the program. (laughs)
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, um,
2: I, you know, without getting into like the politics of COVID and, you know, how people should be dictated. I mean, you know, like you guys have said several times, And I think all baseball fans and sports fans will acknowledge that these players are, yes, they're people, but they're also held to a different standard. You know, there needs to be some accountability on these guys. Like, you know, you kind of have to have the mindset of, you know what, like, we probably shouldn't go out right now. Or, you know, maybe we should be a little more careful about who or where we go out with, maybe monitor. You know, it's like so many things could go wrong. You know, if you're irresponsible and, you know, or you, you happen to do something that puts you or your team at risk, well, all of a sudden, not only are you affecting, you know, yourself, you're affecting, uh, you know, a group of 25 or 26 potential players and then guys get called up and then who knows, maybe there was a lapse in any kind of testing and now you're affecting even more guys. Like, I don't know, as of right now, I feel like you got to take a, a little, I don't know, more responsibility. I, I'm kind of slurring over my words, but I'm basically saying the same thing Courtney said, you know. I don't know. I just – it wouldn't even be as frustrating with the COVID thing if it wasn't for everything else that's happened this year with the training staff.
0: No, I I agree. I mean, like, without even the COVID, like, look what you guys brought up last week with uh, Cobb. You know, he started out with a freaking – you know, you're thinking, okay, one to two days maybe he just misses one start. And that was a freaking blister. And then it turned into a wrist, And we've had just multiple injuries to where it's like, you know – if they may have, maybe Rendon doesn't get shut down for the entire season or if they catch it earlier in the year. You can't tell me that's something that put him on the IL three times and finally the third time was a charm and you're like, oh, okay, let's run an MRI. Yeah. He should have did that the first time around. It's just there's a lot of common sense stuff that's just not happening with his training staff, and it's beating up the, the overall roster to where yesterday's game, today's game, they all look like minor league pitchers out there because they are minor league pitchers. Their guys that are not ready yet. And you're bringing them up on the major league staff, and yeah, the Orioles suck ass, but the Orioles still can hit, and they pounded us. So I mean, it's 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 a tough watch, it's a tough sell, you know. And then here we are as Angel fans talking about, hey, are you going to Saturday's game? Because we, are, yeah. like, you know, so we're trying to drag Courtney into Saturday's game. Wow. So <laughs> you, <laughs> you want to know what's
2: like what like sad? You There's said fireworks. like Alex. Yeah, you said <laughs> Alex Cobb. And I forgot Alex Cobb was even in the the organization. You know, it's not because he's been bad. It's just because, you know, A, he's not exactly a name that immediately jumps to your mind when you Mm -hmm. think angels. But it's like, it's so weird to think, like, that we've been playing since April. Like, it feels like this is, like, five different seasons. Yes. (laughs) Like, Can you guys remember when we started doing shows or, I mean, when you were on the other show and like you brought me on as a guest, I, it's crazy to remember that we were talking about like, Oh, we had a good, you know, we were 500 in April. That's amazing. Like it it feels like it was a different decade ago.
0: No, I feel you Fernando. That, that feels like such a long time ago, dude. It does. It feels like at least one or two seasons ago.
2: Yeah. And it was, what, three months ago?
0: Yeah. Four this, months ago? I, I've said this on on the post game. This has been, you know, being an Angels fan since 86 when I first watched it at six years old, I have never been more frustrated in a season than this season. This season. Well, you has, never covered
2: a season like you have this year.
0: That's true. That's true. But I did follow religiously as a fan from 13 upwards. So from like 93 upward, I was like watching every game or at least trying to. Reading newspaper clippings before the internet. See how far I go back. Um, but, <laughs> but, but, but see. What like just... a father
2: time over here, Courtney. There he, there he is, <laughs> Gra- like Grandpa
0: Fox, right here.
2: Oh um, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> but I just, dude, I just can't believe how frustrating this season is, and there's more to come, as we'll talk about. Ew. <laughs>
1: Don't go there. Don't
0: go there. Okay,
2: so if you guys really had to, like, boil it down to one thing you're the most frustrated about, besides the obvious injuries, what do you think you're the most disappointed about this season? Because, you know, the obvious answer, everyone's going to be like, all the listeners at home are like, oh, well, it's all the injuries. But that's always been a thing, you know, for, like, Mm -hmm. the last, what, six, seven years. Mm -hmm. So, you know, what else would you guys think frustrates you the most?
1: feel the lack of pitching, like besides now, but like just not having that consistent bullpen. Cause even or you know, just pitching rotation in general. Cause even when we had, you know, we had good starters a month ago, I think we were talking about how we were turning it around. We we're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, we have Cobb, we had Sandoval, you know, we had Otto oh, Rodriguez. I- <laughs> exactly. Yep. So exactly, we had all these amazing starters and now I think half of those are either back down in AAA on the IL, you know, and it's just like, oh, okay, what happened? Um so mm-hmm. I, to me personally, it's still our pitching. I think that's probably the most frustrating thing.
0: Uh for me, I'll just make it short and sweet, like 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 uh Courtney was saying, I'll piggyback a little bit off the pitching, but I think it's just like we haven't been inconsistent. Well, we haven't been consistent all year. Like, if it's not one thing, it's another. And it just trickles down. And it's so frustrating because when one problem gets solved, the other one rears its ugly head. It's like, why can't we just play as one? And if it's not this, it's that. It's the managing. It's, that's what's got me.
2: You know, for me,
0: I, if I there's one thing I've always hated about Joe Matt, I mean,
2: this is even like when he was managing the Cubs of the race he's always been one of the worst managers when it comes to bullpen management. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's think back to what, 2016 when he won the World Series for the Cubs. He literally uh, ran like Aroldis Chapman into the ground. Aroldis Chapman pitched horribly that playoff series. And I'm sure you guys remember because he was getting used and abused. Mm -hmm. And like Joe Maddon just loves to abuse his closers. Well, we're up by 12 runs. Get ready, Rysell. You're going in. We're losing by 52 runs. Get ready, Rysell. You're pitching four innings today. You know, it's – yeah. And he he did that with the Cubs and Aroldis Chapman. I mean, Aroldis Chapman, arguably the best closer in baseball. But when he was with the Cubs, that – you know, he almost blew the World Series for them. Mm. It's because he was used so much and he was so misused. You know, he goes to the wrong arms all the time. That's really like, if there's one thing that frustrates me, it's Joe Madden and his bullpen. Management. I don't even care about his lineup. Sometimes his crazy ass lineups work. You know, the guy's a lunatic. I get it. But, you know, you got to be a right kind of crazy to be a manager. But like, he takes it to like the next level. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I mean, you, you learn how to use your bullpen. But, uh, yeah, another thing is the bullpen in general. Every Angel's fan would probably say that. But, you know, I one thing I think we got a little spoiled by with the Billy Epler thing, and people are going to think I'm crazy, but if you really think about it, you'll realize I'm not totally off. We never had a bad bullpen with Billy Epler. We never had any household guys who were great closers. But overall, the bullpen was always decent. I mean, who was our weakest link? Cam Pedrosian? Yeah, you know, Keenan like Middleton. And, I mean, Keenan Middleton's like a career 3.8 ERA guy. He's not great, but he's not horrible. Like, that was your weakest link. Right now, our strongest, besides Raycella Glacius is like what well, Austin Warren. And after those two guys, it's just 50 pounds of crap. Like, I would have taken almost anybody from our last, like, six bullpens over who we have today.
0: Yeah, to fill the gaps. Yeah, we just – They've tried some things this year, but I think you just can't fix it off the cuff. You've brought some arms up. I think there still could be some arms to be brought up to help out. But you know, just the way it's going right now, it's like this is such a lost season. Um, the the amazing thing for me is how the hell we're this close to five hundred. Like, I honestly think we should be somewhere where the Orioles are at, given everything that's happened. But
2: it's it's the guy behind you, uh, Roger Lodge. Roger, it's his positivity. Around this, and
0: Riley,
2: Chris. oh yeah, I am rally, Chris. It's their positivity. I mean, you know, every fan base needs. Them. Oh. Hey guys, we're gonna keep
0: winning. Don't you worry. We're making the
1: playoffs. Yep, yep. Everybody Go. needs that optimism because I mean, you can't have negative Nancys like me to say like, "Oh, we're trapped."
2: Hey, yeah, we're gonna have you and Randy to deal with on the group chats. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Shout, shout out to Randy. Fast going under the Halo. Follow our boy. We love him
0: best designer Brad. out there yeah <laughs> yeah
2: he's ours back off
0: <laughs> oh man yeah so transitioning into now the offseason which is going to be upon us before you know it and once again we won't be playing there in october but during the postseason run i don't know when the, the exact court date is it might actually be at the end of september as well but new i think season, it's november I thought they just announced that
2: it was November.
0: Okay. So, so right in the heart of the first couple weeks of free agency, when we're trying to attract some big names to come to Anaheim to help save this franchise, because of the guy right here, Artie Moreno, not willing to say, you know, I'm worth billions. I'm going to take care of Skaggs and his family and his mom and just make this go away. Because even if he says it like that and it sounds bad, making this go away, he's dealing with it. But he's not dealing with it. Now all the team's dirty laundry that come but I, I got a I got a um a text from a Houston Astros fan, and it was also a post from a Houston Astros page that said, Okay, so the Astros get killed for cheating in game, yet the Angels are running a drug ring. Seems fair. And I'm like, dude, I really can't argue that.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't think we can argue it, but I mean, you know, once again, that's, you know, not our fault as fans. That's certainly the guy behind you's fault. I mean, how oblivious could you be?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think their this point was, have been going for a long time. Well, yeah, th- their point was as a page was, hey, how come we're not getting killed as a, as a franchise? You know what I mean? Like they're out there getting booed at every stadium they travel to and the Angels are just like, whatever.
2: Yeah, but they cheated the game of baseball. At the end of the day, Artie Moreno just cheated himself and his organization. You know, but he, he's definitely not a fit owner to own a team. I don't know why I keep pointing at, like, you, but, I mean, Artie Moreno's, like, right here. I, I think like, like, it's his fault. I didn't do it. I didn't do yeah, it. Artie Moreno's, like, right here to me. I'm grabbing his headphones.
0: Well, <laughs> well let me ask you guys this question. Yes or no, do you think – <laughs> Do you think that man right there, that one you keep referring to, Artie Moreno, is blood guilty?
1: Blood guilty?
0: Mm-hmm. Do you think he's... You uh, think can
2: you he's, define blood guilty for me in this particular instance?
1: Okay,
0: yeah. okay, okay. Because, okay. I mean, you know, he's
2: not the one, you know, it wasn't like a, like a murder where he, like, sh- shot a
1: gun. Can well, we use it in a sentence. Generally. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, spelling bee. Like... Let me
0: use it in a sentence. All right. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we don't host out.
1: true crime podcast
0: in like Utah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Sorry. By the way, check out Grinding True Crime. Um, but uh, <laughs> but here's the thing: you have um, let's just say because we're going to find out how high this goes. Now Moreno may have not known anything about it. Maybe it's just the team pre- president Cool uh, or whatever his name is, Dennis Cool. Dennis Cool. Yeah, maybe it's him. I heard it's big time rumors. He knows about it. So maybe just maybe Artie does. So if Artie does know even an inclination of it a man's death and he's found and they're found liable to pay out. Is he blood guilty to, in your opinions? Ooh, I don't know. I mean, it's really going to depend on how they handle
2: everything. I mean, uh, so, uh, Eric K is the guy who was distributing, right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, is that, that is that an assisted
0: murder technically? I believe so. Because, um, it is like dangerous, kind
1: of. An yeah. order.
0: because it was not only oxycontin it was fentanyl too. And fentanyl is probably one of the. It the was laced killers. with fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I mean.
1: Michael Jackson.
0: That's a, oh, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's a kill, that's a killer drug, literally. No pun intended, but that's. Oh yeah. Um, and you're distributing it to it players, and obviously, I mean, first things first. I mean, if you guys are running the team, and you hear, "Hey, there's some drugs." being passed around your first thing should be like hey let's nip this in the butt let's call it, let's let's uh, get it undercover let's get this person removed i don't want my players affected by this but if they were just like blase about it aren't they blood guilty yes
2: i mean how do, are you guys do you guys really think they already knew about it i mean here's my thing i mean when he found out about josh hamilton josh was out so fast like, like yesterday's news mm-hmm. okay <laughs> yeah, right. Because uh, Artie was the one who canned him out of town, right? As yeah, soon as he yeah. found out about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, do we really think that he wouldn't have done the same thing here?
0: Well, maybe, maybe because it was multiple players. I mean, I don't know because I know he did do that with Josh. Um, I
1: think like it depends on who the players are. That's probably why Artie hasn't said anything mm-hmm. or is probably trying to cover it up, maybe.
0: Because maybe. The, other, the other argument is look, they're not blood guilty in the sense of shoving the drugs down his throat. In the end, these players had to take the drugs themselves. They have to want to have that high and experience whatever gratification to get out of it. But if you're assisting them, you're at least guilty on that. And then covering it up. If you did know about it, because you are just, you're like the driver, you know what I mean? Like the driver in a bank robbery, you're you're participating in somewhat some way. Um, I, It's a hard one to, like, for me, I don't know if he can be blood guilty, but I just think conscience-wise, I think he's blood guilty. I think he should sit back and examine himself if he knew about it. That's just me.
1: I just feel negligence, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. just the guilt the guilt of just being negligent. Because, you know, like you said, Todd, you know, of course you're not shoving the pills down these players' throat or whatever the case is. They want to be, you know, they have to be willing to do that. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, whether it was Eric Kay or anybody who knew about the situation that was going on, somebody should have kind of stepped up and said, you know, hey, maybe we should check on these guys. Maybe we should call in a mental health therapist. Maybe we should check in with their families. Like, she could she could have just called anybody at that point to see if they could get some outside help other than some drugs. Like... I mean, at the end of the day, um, me, I'm a big mental health person. So of course, talking to a counselor or a therapist is always going to be my first go-to, but I understand a lot of people don't want to do that. But, you know, even if it's just as simple as, you know, reaching out to Skag's mom, his wife, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody like, you know what, Hey, I've seen him kind of take, a lot of pills. I don't know what they are. I don't know if it's ibuprofen. You know, I don't know, maybe something's going on. Maybe you guys should talk to him. Um, just anything of that nature. And then as an owner, now after the fact, I feel like Artie is just doing absolutely fucking terrible. <clears throat> you know, for him, for Skaggs, again, Skaggs was kind of, kind of one of our main guys. It's not like he was just some one or two year contract. You know, he was one of our main guys. And for him to just sit there and not only try to sweep this under the rug, but not even try to do it the correct way of, you know, trying to donate to the fund, you know, trying to donate to the family, take care of his wife, just anything, you know, it just shows how much of a cold, heartless bastard he is.
0: Fernando? Yeah, man. I mean,
2: I this we've we've talked so much off air about this and on air at this point about just how it's just a never-ending cycle of already showing you know the kind of person he is i mean it's just you know i if this happens for a certain period of time and you don't find out about it you know okay a year maybe longer i mean how long could this have been happening it had to have been a long time right Mm -hmm. because from my understanding tyler skaggs had developed the addiction after his uh, surgery right did he have tommy john
0: yes yes
2: so a lot of people say that's probably where the addiction took place you know right around the Tommy John phase obviously you take you know prescription pills uh every time I've ever had surgery I've made a point to not want you know anything and you know myself because I don't even want to flirt with the idea of hey this might happen yeah you know I've I don't know why, to me, the idea of like opening up the door for potential substance abuse, it's not that I don't trust myself. It's like, why would I even do it if I really don't have to? So, you know, I I, I just don't know, man. It's just, it's a hard concept for me to grasp that A, he was so negligent to not know anything was happening. B, that maybe he did know and he just didn't care, which I mean, I'd like to give him the benefit of the doubt as a human that that wouldn't have been the case. But you just never know with Artie Moreno. You just don't. It's just a frustrating situation because it's progressively getting worse. You know, how do you not take care of this outside of court? Why are you going to let this get so much worse? Um, One question I have for you guys is, uh, do you guys think the other five players, you know, at least that we know of so far, whose names will get dropped at some point, were Angels, either formally or currently? Or do you think some of them were other organizations?
0: Uh, from my understanding, they were current with with not now, but I mean at the time that the drug ring was going on, there were five players specifically that were on the Angels, other than Skaggs. Uh, I believe we traded one of them, <laughs> and I think we've alluded to that. So there was—I remember there was a list of like s-
2: suspected names. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know if you guys remember when it first started. The, they said that there was a a few people. Mm-hmm. Who were suspected? So I, I but it, you know, I, I don't remember for a fact.
1: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was current players, like from that from that roster from that year, twenty
2: mm-hmm. yeah. nineteen. Yeah,
1: from that twenty nineteen year. Um, but I mean, it just goes to show. <clears throat> excuse me, like just the ominous black cloud that has been surrounding the Angels organization basically for the last two, three years, you know, between the drug ring, and then we got uh, Dick Picnic, or Dick Picnic, and then we have, um, God, I don't know what else, we had the character named Albert Poolholes, that was damn near a cancer on a team, um, you know, I mean, just a lot of bad, bad stuff just surrounding this organization for the last couple of years, um, Yeah, again, just already, and then, you know, now our minor league teams are, aren't, don't even have food. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> it just goes to show, um, you know, this is just one more thing that Artie is just continuing to, I guess, try to turn his head to as if it's not happening. Um, and maybe that's okay at his little head and, you know, but to the rest of us, we all see it and we are all very aware of it and the fact that he's not doing anything about it.
0: And my last thing on this one is, is if there is a paper trail, like we've seen major politicians get in trouble with because of their emails being released to the public. And like, if there is a paper trail, any kind of emails will be released in this uh, upcoming, uh, you know, court date or, or case. And um, if it does point to Artie, I mean, like I don't know if anything can be done, but you know, league wise, but just the fact that, that, he's just going to have a, a really, really sour uh, look now to most Angel fans, even the most diehard Angel fans who have been like fighting for Artie being like, Hey, you know, Artie's done this. He lowered beer a long time ago. You know, he's still a great owner. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's going to be something to see how, how deep this goes. And and unfortunately now it's going to be everyone, like I said, everyone's dirty laundry. We're going to find out exactly who was involved how many players for how long, uh, it might not just be that 2019 season. That's the that's the thing that scares me as a fan that we may look back to 2016, 2017, and more names get released, or at least they say that there was players. And it's like this team just can't take any, no more negative publicities. Basically, my point.
2: Yeah. Who knows, man? I mean. <laughs> Yeah, so it, let's just say that there is some proof, some hardcore evidence that Artie knew and he just kept brushing it off. You know, it, we, we know that if there was anything out there proving that he knew, like, it's going to go out, it's going to go to the light. Mm-hmm. So if they find evidence that Artie was well aware of and he's like, whatever, I don't care, or he just, you know, worked out of his way to try to brush it under the rug and hide it, do you guys think that that would be enough for rob manfred to step in and be like you need to you know we're gonna strip you of the team kind of like what the dodger what the mlb did with the dodgers for a while and like didn't the do- mlb own the dodgers like a year before they sell sold to the current
0: no they just forced mccourt okay. to sell yeah. okay well with the
2: nba they fo- forced uh, was a donald sterling to sell
0: yeah they got rid of him they just basically took the team from him yeah so do you think They might do that here if there's enough
2: evidence that, hey, this guy did know.
0: It's hard to say. I just don't think – I mean, as – I don't think we'll be that lucky as fans. I don't – I just don't see it.
2: We also got to remember how bad of a look it would be for Major League Baseball.
0: It's going to be a terrible look. It's going to be as – it's going to be worse than steroids if you think about it. Steroids just, you know, in the long run, they could kill you because you're overdoing it. But steroids are enhancing. You know what I mean? These are actual drugs that can – stop your heart. Like obviously what happened?
2: Well, let me ask you guys this. I mean, you know, especially Todd is, you know, a longtime sports fan that, you know, has a lot more knowledge. Courtney and I are really just baseballs. We care about, but when was the last time, what was that face? When was the last time that Man, me- anything like this ever happened in sports in your lifetime, any kind of conspiracy to this extent or situation, has anything like this ever been seen in your life? That might be a good question to ask your dad too.
1: Well, Strawberry.
0: <laughs> no, no, she's she's tr- she's right. With the Mets, they were the the eighty six Mets, and b- prior to that, were cocaine laced. Uh, yeah. That that team, yeah, you're absolutely right, Courtney. That had wasn't Strawberry of-
2: also like a sex addict.
0: Yeah, they were they were <laughs> all doing some crazy shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> Her- I've heard those weird stories. Hernandez was drunk all the time. Uh, there was Dwight Gooden was on crack. Mm-hmm. Um, like he missed oh, – I mean, he was getting – he was smoking crack in, in the most ghetto areas of Brooklyn prior to a game. Like, I'm talking while they're taking batting practice, he's still not at the stadium. He's too busy smoking crack in a crack house. Um, there's been plenty of uh, colleges that have been busted for bringing into their own players uh, HDH and things of that nature, um, hookers, stuff like that but nothing to a point to where it actually kills a player for the most part.
2: Yeah. I think I'd say off air. It's like, you know, like you'll hear stories about like, you know, like people, in those commercials are like, Oh, stay away from, you know, Vicodin and all this kind of stuff. I was taking like 50 a day for like three years. And you're like, what? Mm -hmm. Like these people like die from like taking like one spool too many of NyQuil. And, you know, and then like you hear these stories about people are like, Oh yeah, I was taking like, eight pills a day and i'm like what
1: yeah so like i know so i had surgery myself i completely blew out my knee i tore my acl mcl meniscus all in one blow so i was on um so i was a peg on. Leg. yeah definitely <laughs> um, so I, I was on medication so i was on my antibiotics for a month and i also had my painkillers Um, So I was 18 years old when that happened. I was 3,000 miles away from home because I was in Florida and I didn't have my friends and family like this because this barely happened probably the first month of school my freshman year. Um, I know I did not handle it well. Thankfully, like, I never became, like, addicted, I should say, but I can definitely tell that my mood was different. Like, I was definitely really snappy with my teammates, um, and I kind of, like, excluded myself just because, like, I was honestly bedridden for a month after that surgery before I could really even start doing rehab. Um, So, I just know, me personally, with all those other factors, I definitely felt it taking a toll on me. Um, So that's kind of why I picked the field that I'm going into now. Um, especially when it comes to mental health, cause there was a, there was a lot going on that one, I didn't even tell people myself. I kind of didn't even tell my own coaches just because I was embarrassed. Like, you know, like nobody wants to say that, like, Oh, I feel like a loser cause I can't walk right now. You know, like it's embarrassing yep. to say that when you're supposed to be like a top athlete. Um, so I can definitely see where, you know, maybe skags or, whoever else is on this list, maybe didn't want to say anything or maybe didn't want to admit that they needed help or or really anybody for that matter, sometimes don't want to admit that they need help. But I think that's where it's other people's job, like whether it's teammates, families, you know, whoever it is, they need to step up and say that, you know, like, hey, it's okay that you're going through this, but we need to do this the right way. We need to do this in a healthier way, you know, and things like that, Um, you know, it just sucks what happens to what happened to Skaggs, you know, if it is, be, especially if it is because of that injury, you know, because Tommy John, it it's detrimental, you know, like I said, I had to relearn how to walk and, you know, of course, pitchers and whoever has Tommy John needs to relearn how to throw and kind of use their arm again. So I could definitely understand where maybe his headspace was at that time. It just sucks that it got so bad to where, you know, it ended up taking It took his life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's why I think it's that other pitchers involved because um, they mirror each other as far as the way they conducted themselves on the mound. Um, You know, Skaggs was not Chuck Finley by no means. He had some up and down starts, but his ups were so great. I think a lot of Angel fans were like, dude, this guy could be the ace of this squad easy. And, um, you know, with failures of Garrett Richards losing Weaver, I think he was the guy who was going to step in and, and take the torch. And, uh, but then you'd see him come out there one inning, two innings, just look really out of it. His pitches weren't even close. And so then when everything came out, I was just thinking, man, maybe that was the drugs. Maybe, like you guys said, it took him off his focus. He wasn't able to just go out there and do what comes natural to him. And, uh, you know, that, that clouds your judgment. You know, like her story, uh, Courtney, I, I, you know, I tore my, uh, not MCL, but I didn't have to take Vicodin for that. I actually took Vicodin for, uh, kidney stones that were super bad. And I wound up getting hooked on those in like in three weeks Mm because I I couldn't stand the pain and I was just fiending for one. And so when, once the surgery was over, they had to wing me off it. They had to give me other pills to get off of it. So I could see how easy it is to get addicted. The one time in my life I was actually getting into a dark space because the, the, your body felt like you needed it when it was just all mental, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's a horrible situation, guys. So, you know, uh, I think another thing we talked about uh, off air was the fact that um, I mean, Rob Manfred admitted that Major League Baseball hasn't been checking players for marijuana for a while now. Yep. And I myself don't partake, nor is that something I'm a big fan of, but I will admit that I would much rather have my athletes, you know, doing something that's natural to weed off pain instead of something that's addictive and, you know, deadly like narcotics
0: i agree yeah, definitely
1: i mean i think that because i think honestly we don't check for like weed or thc use anymore just because of the fact that it is being legalized in you know most states california being one of them um you know so it's hard to sit there and try to punish players or athletes for that matter just Real quick, if I could throw it out there, I mean, there's a lot of
2: companies that still don't allow, like if you show up, you know, yeah, you can't smoke weed like at McDonald's on a break.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, most definitely. Yeah. But I mean, you know, when it comes to athletes, like you said, Fernando, I would much rather have an athlete be on marijuana than, you know, sit here on Vicodin, you know, or Oxy or whatever, whatever else is out there um you know I think it's just one of those things where it really does need to be regulated it needs to be something that we need to watch out for because you know the 162 games at least in a baseball season is very grueling and you know even though baseball doesn't have as much contact as football does but football goes through just as hard games you know even though they only have what 15 16 games a season if you're not including preseason, 17 now yeah, but they have a lot more contact than we do, mm-hmm. you know, so I could just imagine those types of injuries or those types of pains. Um, so, I mean, I think just athletics all across the board, you know, we need to find better and healthier ways to get these players um, treated as well as, you know, taking away their pain, um, you know, and I think that needs to come from head organizations as well as training staffs.
0: I agree. You have to be responsible. I think CBD, CBD oil has been proven to help and to be nurturing for those type of injuries. Marijuana, if you want to stick with that, again, like Courtney said, most states it's illegal or it's, or it's getting there. Um, I would test for any kind of opiates, like you said, Fernando, or or a crack, things like that, high energy, like you know, even speed. Because there's players that have been on that in the past too. So like, if you're going to – I would just let marijuana go, to be honest with you. I mean, it seems yeah. like the simple – Simple we'll fix it, and it's the healthiest.
2: Well, I mean, Courtney just brought up the NFL. I mean, that's the one sport where I thought they would have been clamoring for people to smoke marijuana in comparison to some of the other stuff because then you see guys like, you know, Brett Favre, who survived off of, you know, pain medicine for so long that the guy can barely remember his teammates' names now. You know, you see players in that kind of state, and you just think to yourself, like, well, what if he would have just done something more natural?
0: Mm-hmm. I agree. Okay. Oh, sorry. I was getting some feedback. Um, yeah. What is that? <laughs> I don't know what that is. I think that's a mic. Um. But yeah, I, I, with the drugs in the NFL, they are so strict. And but there's nothing like that in baseball or basketball right now. Like baseball and basketball, uh, you could smoke all the weed you want. You could do most of these drugs, and the the league just looks the other way. Um. It's just sad when it comes down to death, and you know um, maybe in a sense as angels fans uh, or just fans of baseball in general that Skaggs was the only one. I know that doesn't sound good. We obviously didn't want him to be the only one or, or to, to pass in general, but you know, it could, it could have been worse. You know, what if a couple other players lost their lives during that season? Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's terrible to think of, but you know, in a sense it needs to be brought up. And I think that's why this one's going to court. I think the family yes they want restitution for what happened but I think they're also looking ahead for the players in the future and they don't want this to be repeated and they don't want obviously another family to to lose what they lost.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, um, you know, a few a few years ago I know the Marlins lost uh their age, Jose Jose Fernandez, yeah. Fernandez, and even though it was from a boating accident and it's very unfortunate why he was out there at 12 one in the morning but he was yeah you know he was out there taking a nice little bump and you know and that's very unfortunate as well and that was in his off time but you know it's you know that's something that kind of never got settled either or at least it's very alarming um you know so I think right now is even though I hate to say it but we need to be made the example you know, and not just the Angels, not just Artie as an organization, but even uh, Manfred, you know, this deal needs to stop here because um, it's it's just unfortunate. And these players and these families need to know that their their husbands, boyfriends, you know, they're going to be safe you know, as if they keep playing. And right now, I know like if I was a baseball player's wife, and uh, playing for the Angels at that, I'd be like, mm, watch, yourself. <laughs> watch <laughs> yourself, watch yourself, we need to pay your life insurance bill, because no, nope. <laughs> they're not gonna take care of you, um, you know, so that we need to be made the example. So if that means Artie does serve criminal time or even not, but he doesn't need to be our owner anymore. <clears throat>
2: So, if I may for a moment,
1: the thing that makes me the
2: most—the thing that makes me the most upset about really everything in the Artie Moreno era, especially since you know July first, twenty nineteen—is the lack of accountability that Artie himself has shown. This would have been a great opportunity for him to, you know, hey, first of all, I want to apologize to the Skaggs family. Um, I want to uh, assure them that we're going to. Uh, do an investigation amongst our organization. Uh, we're, we're willing to cooperate with local authorities. Yada yada yada. You know they did that with a piece of paper or whatever when they did their you know, public statement. But it's much different for an owner to you know get in front of cameras and be able to say that kind of information because then it's a more sincere. You know you can hear a pain in someone's voice. You can hear urgency in someone's voice. Every time I ever hear Artie speak. He always just kind of sounds like he's making something up. Dude, this guy's wedding vows must sound like absolute bullshit. Like, I feel like he literally has made a life and a career out of just blindly, like, you know, feeling his way around life. Like, I really don't think he's somebody who lives life with a purpose, lives life with, like, a meaning. He just kind of, whatever, I'm just going to wake up and do my thing. Like, I feel like that's just kind of the guy he is. It's, he doesn't even look like a guy who cares. I mean, look in that interview. He doesn't look like he's happy to be there. Roger's over here like, oh, I'm talking to Artie Moreno. And then you've got <laughs> Artie over here like, yeah, I'm pretty great, aren't I?
0: I've got sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> I bought
2: these sunglasses at Lenscrafters. <laughs> yeah, so you know, he just missed the boat, man. There's multiple opportunities where he could have used this as a you know, what's obviously a negative, I mean, you lost a player due to, A, something that one a member of your organization was doing illegally, and B, just something that you never want to see at all. You don't want to see somebody die at a young age from anything like that. It wasn't natural. It wasn't an accident. I guess, you know, the action of dying while taking drugs is an accident, but you guys know what I mean. You know, everyone obviously understands the risk, whether they realize it at that moment or not. Um But obviously, the action is an accident. Most people don't want to die in that situation. But what I'm saying here is, you know, Artie could have easily united the team. And actually, he could have used this as an example um, to anybody who does want to come here. Like, hey, you know what, man? I effed up. My organization messed up. But we're going to make sure this never happens again. We're going to, you know, hire these people or fire these people, whatever him and his people thought was going to be more fitting. You know, this could have easily been an an example, and you don't ever want to make this an example, but obviously you're dealt a bad hand here. So he could have done whatever he can to, I don't know, try to make this a decent situation, but he just did it. He's handled it wrong. It's made us, like, even worse, and it's going to continue to make us worse.
0: It's definitely going to sour the offseason, the first offseason by pairing Manassian as well. I mean, we're just going to – I mean, that guy's got an uphill battle as it is. And now yeah. he's got to deal with this on the side.
2: Yeah. All, we're bringing back Julio to Hayron and Tim Lincecum.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sounds like, yeah. A, sounds like a winning rotation right there.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> what series? <laughs> you got... Oh, and don't forget Cahill. Don't forget Trevor Cahill.
2: Oh, shit. I like the way you think. <laughs> Ooh, that, he's still a free agent. Oh, God. Yeah, yo, Eric Gagne, what are you doing these days? Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh, God. What are you doing, Mr. 102 year old?
0: Oh my gosh, might what? as well bring back pool holes.
2: Um, hey, there you go, closer.
0: Uh, no, catcher, <laughs> catcher.
2: Yeah, oh, there you go. He's got the cannon back there and the strong knees. Yeah, they'll be like, like a Courtney, knees.
0: they'll be the like strong a knees. like Courtney. <laughs> yeah, Sh- Shot fire. He just <laughs> called you pool holes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's.
1: My knees aren't gonna take it, so yeah, that's
0: just wait until that off season softball game. Like,
2: We're gonna see her like waddling because of the knees.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I swear, every softball game I play in right now, I can hit it off the wall. It is the longest single of my life. I'm only going 60 feet. Oh, man. That's it.
2: Oh, well, she's better, she's gonna waddle her way there
1: because <laughs> yep. of the uh, the you knees. There you go, you know it.
0: <laughs> yep. so you guys got anything else? Uh, because we've covered the skags pretty good. In the dummy to my right or left, however you're looking at it.
2: <laughs> no. it's already. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Sell the
2: team. <laughs> Sell the team.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be the mantra. I think that we're gonna go to a game in September and hopefully have the paper bags ready and the sign saying, Sell the freaking team. Sell yeah. the team. I'll put
1: I'll have my bag have eyelashes on it. So they-
0: oh,
2: there you go. So we know it's you. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> we should try to personalize our bags. It'll be kind of like a builderberry workshop. But, yeah. <laughs> but for paper bags.
0: <laughs> we should actually. That'd be pretty funny. Dude, we should start selling those.
1: Do a game <laughs> show. We should do a game show with our paper bags and then see if our audience can guess who they are. <laughs> guess who we are.
2: All we have to hear is like, okay, everyone say they're trash. Oh, I'm yeah. recording. They're trash.
0: They're trash, trash, trash. Yep, yep. Speaking of trash, that Orioles series. Oh yeah, you want to jump into that?
2: Go ahead, Todd. Lead us off. Oh, uh,
0: the Orioles won two out of three. I I predicted a sweep, and uh, I blame you know. Rally
2: Chris. Oh, Rally <laughs> I'm gonna get Rally Chris. Message. How dare
0: you? I'm gonna get another negative message on that.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying, Rally Chris, if you're going to give us, if you're going to say that you're the reason we won, you have to be the reason we lost 100, uh, 1 to 113, yeah, uh, 1 to 13. Sorry. It felt like 113 points, though, runs. They yeah. just
0: kept coming. They scored 31 in three games against us. This is a team with 39 yeah. wins.
2: Yeah, they scored almost as many runs as
0: they have wins. Yeah, that's that's terrible. <laughs>
1: Otani had a home run. <laughs> <laughs> Play that soundbite again.
0: Exactly. And I'm
2: calling all the angels. Here it is, guys.
0: Ohtani. <laughs> Thir- 13 runs later by the uh, Orioles. 13 runs later and we lose.
1: Yeah. I I had so much hope. Uh, like that laid off home run today. I was like, Oh, I was like, okay, that's a nice little start. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then right. I, was like, I was like, Oh, I was like, that's, this is unfortunate.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, we're about to pick up some dubs and then all that happened.
0: I was working and it was like one-to-one Randy's like, all right, it's one-to-one fourth inning. And then all of a sudden I checked back like 20 minutes later. I'm like, Oh, there's, they're only in the fifth inning. It's seven to one the hell. So, Oh, yeah, right, this game's over. Yeah. I was training today for work. So, I mean, I saw when the game
2: started. And I was like, oh, that's kind of early. I forgot, you know, on the East Coast. So, well, the game started like a 10 or something.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then next thing you know, I get the notification. It's like Angels lost 13 and one. I'm like, you know, spit take. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. I I'm was like, t- did, did, did we play the Phillies? I'm like, I'm like, did we, when did we go to, you know, Philadelphia or, you know, somewhere good? I'm like frantically flipping through.
1: No. I'm like, no, we're
2: still playing the Orioles.
1: Yeah, no, we we're in Camden Yards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nope. This is this is all that it was. Um, were there any good takes? No, because we still almost lost the game that we won. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, my favorite thing about this series, I only have one, and that's the fact that again, for the third time this year, uh, Madden, going back to what Fernando said earlier in the show, used Raxil in a non-save situation, up six runs. He threw a lot of pitches in warm-up and then in the game to where in game two where you really could have used him, he was not available. And you went with guys you literally got off the scrap heap hours before.
1: Yeah. That's how we do it. Um, (laughs) The halo way. The halo Halo way. way. Self-sabotage at its finest. Um, Marsh got his home run.
0: There you go. Love to see it
1: here and pick and choose <laughs> and try to flip through everything to find something good is already alarming. Um, but yeah, Marsh got his home run, so that's nice. He should have had like three by now, but that's okay. Yep, that's okay. Yep. That's fine. Um, so He's Marsh, doing well
2: in general, though.
1: Yes. Yeah, He's is. He is doing very well. I think um, and Adele as well. I think we we're trying to come up for a nickname for the two of them or I think like Angel's Twitter, like just trying to come for, come up for a nickname for both of them. That'd be nice. Maybe we should post that
2: i always dumb and dumber. Now I get a negative connotation, but I just.
0: (laughs) That's cool, man. That's cool. Uh,
2: I don't know. Everybody loves those movies. Not the second one. Yeah. My
1: mom called Brandon Marshall Wookiee from Star Wars because he's so hairy. The village people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She was like, he looks like a Wookiee. I was like, what the fuck did you just call him? (laughs) She was like. From Star Wars. Yeah, I know. And then she was like, do the sound. And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> there you that's go. We know, yeah, you. <laughs> we, know she, we know she can do it. That's pretty
0: good. Thank you. We know she can do it. My hidden towel <talent> hit. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. How about the Rally wookie? Ooh. Mm-hmm. So Ooh Rally, Chris, Rally Chris triggered. I know. He Rally- got
1: mad when I said Rally Turtle. He got, oh. He's like, not Rally Turtle. <laughs> yeah, he's about to come for me right now if he hears that. A rally, will keep- Ooh, Courtney's canceled. Uh, <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the first time, so okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Yeah, sure. I think he got canceled like last week or two weeks ago. Who knows? Yeah, we'd watch yeah. back.
0: Oh, thank you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you're about to join Pepe LaPio out there. Yep, yep, yep. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, overall, there's really not much to say about the Orioles series. It was a bad series. I mean, like Courtney said, I mean, even the game we won, it was a bad game. I mean, they almost blew it. You know, Wants didn't pitch very well. He's been very inconsistent, you know. I'm yeah. going to start calling him Katy Perry. You're hot, and you're cold, or yes and you're no. You know, Guerra's the same way. Guerra will have, like uh, – do Todd's getting aggressive with his eye rolls. Yeah. Guerra – Will like have like you know two or three solid outings to the point where you're like, same with Myers, to the point where you're like, oh, well, these guys turn the corner, you know what? He might be okay, and it's gone, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly.
1: And you're like, oh, and there it goes, like,
0: <laughs> yeah, Gera, especially. I mean, at least c check makes you work for it and it's gone. Myers, the same thing, but but uh, <laughs> Gera's like, hey, check this out. Home run, <laughs> you know. I can yeah, right.
1: what I can do, I could blow this. I could blow this right now.
0: <laughs> you want to see
2: me give him a home run? You want to see me do it again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Watch how fast I walk this guy. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, just because he's been doing well lately, I want to jinx him again.
0: Steve Seachuk actually been decent lately.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. here we go.
0: So, so is yeah. he going to blow the game on Saturday for us? <laughs> yeah, I,
2: I don't worry. I knocked on someone. No, it'll be right. So.
0: I, 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 I I, because we've expected the opposite let, let me just say this in, in advance after the last game I went to and now going on Saturday I don't have any faith that we're going to get this win you guys were talking about at the beginning of the show hey the Padres are kind of on a uh, you know slide this this and that I'm still going in there like Padres in a, in a route <laughs> I'm not, I don't have any confidence I just don't
1: we're, no. so we're that new confidence boost for teams like if they're on a losing streak then they see us on the schedule. They're like, "That's fine. We'll just go to Anaheim, and we're just gonna turn shit around over there." Like that
2: meme where the guys like behind the trees, all-
0: oh,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, You are know, like angels.
1: <laughs> hey, players. that's
0: what, you should do that tomorrow, dude. Put the Padre logo on that guy and have him <laughs> like, "Oh, we got the Angels next." I mean, do you guys not remember when
2: I put that little girl surrounded by the team? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, I, I was right. I'm <laughs> just saying that, that, that meme was right. Yeah, hey, but I, you,
0: you put that up at a time when the Angels were actually playing decent. So that was ballsy of you.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> not, I'm not going to say I'm like the
2: king of uh, hot takes. But, I mean, I mean, only I can predict
0: Kurt Suzuki hovering twice in the next half That's all okay. I'm saying. Like that girl on the couch. You saw it coming. Yeah. So. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: It's a good thing, then, because the team's not doing well. Our numbers have gone down a little bit, so. Not as many people are going to hear this episode. For the people who are still dealing with our
1: shenanigans, we love you.
2: We really do. Thank you to our sponsors.
0: Tell your friends. Thank you, (laughs) guys. Thank
1: you for always listening and hearing our shenanigans.
2: (laughs) Thank you, you, Ray's
0: Energy. Use code HALO as a checkout for a discount.
1: (laughs) All natural energy drinks.
0: We got to get someone to buy a can.
2: Yeah. One. I think all we're learning is that we really need to start like getting back with these uh with these better help ads because clearly we need that help like yeah. the three of us collectively. You guys, maybe we should do like couples counseling. Guys. Like the three of us.
1: Oh my god, like we invite people to like, "Oh, do you and your spouse need counseling? <laughs> please please come live
2: on our free oh, talk show." <laughs> like- no, 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 no. I was going to say that the three of us should like go to a therapist together. Oh, no. I already- will say like, oh, we're the three of us like we're we're partners, and the, we try, try to like convince them that we're like in a relationship, but we're not. And she's she or he is like, huh, oh, very interesting. And how do you feel? And Todd's all he just never lets me talk. He <laughs> always cuts me off.
1: <laughs> and then they're like, and hey, Courtney, how do you feel? They're like, well, I just hate everything,
0: and this the, everything is trash. I hate these two guys. Yeah, she's always negative. She's, all is,
1: negative. Is she's She's never is, happy. She's always bringing us down she's always bringing us down we don't know what to do with her we can't feed her she's never happy like
0: exactly and then when, when I drink too much I wake up when my ass hurts so, I mean I have that yeah. problem all the time
2: so. Ooh, is that a Trevor is that a Trevor Bauer reference Ooh. <laughs> oh <laughs> oh yeah oh there you go and cancel i think we're and done we with this episode <laughs> yeah all right guys thank you guys so much for listening uh, have a great day make sure to like comment subscribe and share <laughs> once again thank you to our sponsors and check out the red bubble
1: make sure you guys visit our website <laughs>
2: yeah there you go
0: hails in the infield <laughs> for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile